Good morning, good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Who's that? Good morning, it's Deborah Evans. Grateful Deborah good. Evans. Good morning, Grateful Deborah Evans. How are you? I'm well in your I am doing well on this morning. Woke up this morning, girl, with my mind set on Jesus. And I'm in my house praising the Lord early this yes. morning, listening to Chad. Oh, I think his name is Chad Lamore. And it's a song called yeah. Man, a uh, 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 Man of Your Word. God, you're a yeah. man of your word. And I'm going to just wait on you. So I've been praising yeah. and worshiping oh, on that true. song. Uh, yes, yes. I hear the joy. I hear the joy. I feel it. Girl. Ooh, Jesus. Let me joy tell you. Lord. <laughs> Jesus. Yes. You posted that song, and I, this song, I cannot get this song out of my head. It says, Man of your word. And I'm going to wait on you no matter what. Hallelujah. No matter what it might yes. be, I'm going to wait on you, oh God. I'm going to wait on you, oh God. Oh, yes. Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Good morning. We thank, thank you. you yes. Welcome to wait on us. Grateful. Mm. So grateful yes. on this morning for another day of life. Girl, girl, you know I know. Jesus, Wait. 
Good morning. Sorry. B. Who's that? Miss B. Good morning, Miss B. B, how are you? I'm good. Happy Saturday. Happy Saturday. Good morning. Hey, sister, sister Tracy, can I ask for a prayer request really quick? This is JC. Yes. Okay. I had surgery last Wednesday, so can you guys pray for my healing, please? Yes. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Oh, good morning. Anybody else want to take the time to say good morning? Good morning. Happy Saturday, Brother Michael. Good morning, Brother Michael. Anyone else on the line that would like to say good morning at this time? Mm, Thank you, God. Your grace and your mercy. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. God is a good God. We thank you this morning, Lord. We ask and invite you in, oh God, as we begin this prayer call on this morning in the name of Jesus, oh God, we thank you. We thank you for just waking us up, oh God. We are so grateful. I am so grateful for another day of life. It says in his word, if he said it, he will do it. We have to continue to trust him no matter what. Anybody else like to say good morning? Good morning. It's Prosperous Pam. Good morning, Prosperous Pam. Thank you for that scripture. Very timely. You're welcome. Good morning, Sister Tracy. This is Valerie. Good morning, Sister Valerie. (laughs) Good morning. Good morning. I love you, too. Is there anybody else that would like to say good morning before we get started? Okay, it's time to get started with the call. Before we move forward, we ask you to mute your line so that we can proceed. Hello, my name is Tracy, and I am your host. Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Saturday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific time to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Please feel free to invite a friend so that they can be blessed too. Be sure to continue joining us daily during April, where the monthly theme is entitled Assurance. That This means that all of our declarations will be regarding gaining assurance from the Lord. Uh, we have no announcements today. Uh, we do have one prayer request from Sister J.C., who had surgery last week, and she's asking for prayer for healing over her body. Um, 
So we're going to lift her up to the throne of grace and all the prayer requests that was placed um, out into the atmosphere from the beginning of the week and just move from there. Um, the order of the call is prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Sarah. The declaration will be brought by Duane. Then we will go right into closing comments hosted by the declarer. I will repeat that. The order of the call is prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Sarah. The declaration will be brought by Duane. Then we will go right into closing comments hosted by the declarer. The scripture for today is Romans 8 and 16. The spirit himself testifies with our spirit that we are children of God. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his word. At this time, we ask you to put your phones on mute until instructed to come off from mute. Please double check, triple check. Everybody take a brief moment and look down and make sure that you are actually on mute. We also ask you to maintain your volume and tone of your prayers to be a reasonable level to not pray over the prayer warrior's voice as they are leading us to the throne. Thank you for your participation and cooperation. I now pass the call to the prayer warrior. Father God, we just thank you so much for this beautiful Saturday. Lord, we thank you for each and every person that woke up to hear a word from you, God. We thank you, Jesus, that we're going to learn a little bit more about how to be secure in you, how to, how to trust you, how to have assurance, Father God. Lord, in a world that's been crazy, there's been chaos, Lord, you are our anchor. And we thank you, Father God, that we can enter your courts with thanksgiving, Father God, and your courts with praise, Father God, is what we do today because we know, Lord, that you're good. And we just pray, Father God, that each person here, that you would just toll the ground of their heart and that you would allow each and every person to receive what you have for them this morning, Father God. I thank you, Lord, that you, you're a personal God. You're a God that likes to dig in deep. You like to pull at the roots of things so that, Lord, that you can get in there and you can fill us up with your spirit. Father God, I just pray, Lord, that as we, as we begin to press into you, as we begin to sit at your feet this morning, Father God, that you would speak to us in such a deep, deep way, God, that you would begin to inject us with the spirit of the living God, that you would inject us with fire, you would inject us with passion, you would inject us with purpose, that you would inject us, Father God, with your incredible love, Lord, that casts out all fear. I pray, Father God, that as we sit at your feet, Father God, that we would be able to open our ears to hear instructions, Father God, that you have for us, assignments that you have for us, Father God, that you would begin to, to um, just take the, the distractions and the noise and the things that the enemy's been trying to come against to bring us into a place, Father God, into this holy place, Lord, where we can hear what you want to say to us personally. 
Father God, that this message this morning, Father God, would speak to each and every person on such an intimate level, Father God. I pray, Father God, that intimacy would happen this morning between you and us. Lord, that we begin to to just soak in all that you want us to soak in, Father God. Lord, that we've carved this time out, Lord, we to hear you, to see you, to experience you, to encounter you, Father God. Because each person here is living in a world in which they, they have influence in. And I just pray, Father God, that you'd, you, would, uh, you would hear the, the prayer request of, of people crying out to you for healing, Father God, for your recovery. Lord, I just pray, Lord, that each and every person here that ha- that's dealing with any form of disease, Lord, that you would be their healer this morning. I pray that anybody here that's had surgery, that has family members who've had surgery, Father God, that you would, you would just be their, their assurance that you are going to be their healer, that you're going to recover them and you're going to do it, um, you're going to do it with uh, acceleration, Father God. I thank you, Lord, that you, you, you use every circumstance in our life to help us move forward in our destiny, to, to teach us that everything, that, is, everything that, that you put us through, Father God, you use for your glory. And you teach us. You train us. I pray for the leaders of our country, Father God. I pray for um, the leaders of our churches, Father God. I pray for... Uh, Church teams, church teachers, those who are serving, I pray, Father God, that you would be their strength, that you would be, you would lift them up, that you would speak a fresh word to them, Father God. I thank you, Lord, that um, you have people that are, that you're moving and you're propelling forward into new uh, new seasons of their life where you're going to do a new thing and it's going to bubble up, it's going to come up and they're going to step into that new thing and you're going to be the one that's going to be their rock and their foundation. At this time, if you would like to go ahead and unmute your phones and join us in worship and prayer, Go ahead and do Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Thank you, 
are our Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank
back and forth. I saw something on clearance, but I'm not sure. What if it's not good? It's on clearance for a reason. Um, what's the price cap between these things? Are they that much better than the other uh, for work? Because I work from home. Oh, man, I, I researched computer because we needed one. It was breaking down. I researched it for months. Um, my rising desk, because I don't want to sit all the time. I get you know problem with my back or my knees or whatever. Research that sucker for like another month um, before making a print. And then it's, and it's Amazon, right? So I don't even get to see anything beforehand. So I have no clue. That drives me nuts. Like, so I, de- I look on the comments. Uh, a lot of y'all, I know my wife wouldn't be like, I'm not reading what all these people have to say. No, I don't know what this thing's going to produce. You can say whatever you want to. So I'm reading ratings and everything <laughs> because... You know, you know, why do I do that, right? Why, why do I do that? Um, you know, like, how many reviews did you read? <laughs> the list, y'all. Like, I pro- expect, like, come on, we're talking about a computer, right? Like, that's for our livelihood, but that's also a piece of machinery. There's possibilities of breaking down, all this stuff. I want to know that I know anybody that had anything bad to say about that sucker. Like, I know about it, right? I, I hundreds. Um, Eventually, what do you do? You get the insurance. You 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 if you, you go for the best choice possible, what have you, and you just go for it. Um, but you know, for me, I want to know honestly: does this choice I'm about to make does it favor me? Is it favorable for me? Is it gonna solve the problem I'm looking for? Does it help me out um, to the best of what I could choose from? Right? I'm uh, I I don't want to regret this later. I don't want to find out that, you know, uh, I, I I was one choice away from something that was great, and now I've got to settle for just okay. Um, I I think that that is really annoying to me, like, just to settle for the okay, just to, um, well, I'm going to have to just deal with this, and I was just a choice away um, just a moment away, uh, just a few seconds. If I held out just a little longer, like that good one's coming. Jobs, same thing. Um, you name it. Uh, you know, birthday gift for our daughter, you know, who's actually, we're celebrating today, but it's going to be on Tuesday. Like, same deal, same deal. Why Why, why do I do that? Um, I, don't, why- I don't know, but I feel <laughs> way more confident in your decision to marry me after you explain that. <laughs> You weren't a fly by night choice, that's for sure. Um no, and actually that's a very that's a very good point with, with marrying my, my beautiful wife. Even when I mean we we wrote each other for two years, um we then were face to face and broke up in two months. We went through some more four years of becoming best friends and still I mean it I know it drove her crazy. Like I would not her mom actually made a point out to her one time um, of like, why is it that Sarah, you say when we get married, and Dwayne says if we get married? Um, I was too scared to make that statement. I, really, on my side, it, it really wasn't about her. It was on my side of like, am I ready? Am I going to be the best uh, husband and, and father, provider? Like, I was smart enough to know, like, shoot, I'm not doing anything right now enough to to support on my own and and just 
the what ifs and everything playing in my head. So to when I, you know, made that trip, like I knew it from the first summer when we actually met each other. Like in my in my heart of hearts, like deep down inside, maybe not my brain because my brain. Uh, my wife is learning more and more after almost 20 years of marriage. Like my brain is a maze of just these questions and these doubts and, or, or just, um, yeah, a lot of what ifs. I, I can be a prisoner in my own head. My heart knew right away. My mama knew right away. Um, <laughs> um, you know, internally deep down somewhere inside, I think the father was even like, yeah, this, this is her like from, from the jump. But, um, but I question, I have whys. I, um, in all honesty, it comes down to, I get scared. I, there's, uh, in making a decision or a choice, um, I get scared that I might get cheated uh, out on something um, or given a, a product that's not as best or making a decision just on a whim or, or too quickly or just for an emotional thing. And I didn't think it out clearly. Right. Um, uh, more importantly, deeper down on the big things that matter uh, as far as making a, a move forward, I get scared that I might fail. If I'm really, really like honest, I, um, that I'll let myself down or even more uh, Heart wrenching. I let someone else down, and for me, it's more important. It's it's definitely more heart wrenching to let others down. Um, not so much in oh, what do they think of me, and oh man, I'm gonna have to hear it or whatever. But just honestly, if I care about you, if I love you, I mean, like my family, um, you come first, and and I I want to be honorable, and I want to know that I did my best and put my all, but like. I, it just I don't want to shortchange somebody else, and I don't want to fail others because then I feel responsible, and that's the you know monkey on my back that that can drive me nuts quite often. Um, a wise man not too long ago, uh, honestly a stranger, <laughs> in fact, while I was working, who the Lord just again I don't, I don't believe in coincidences, but I believe in divine appointments brought this this gentleman to me also from the Caribbean and I was supposed to you know get him into schooling and here you know he's being a mouthpiece for the Lord just prophesying and, and speaking life over me and my family I had to record that and let my wife hear um he had shared with me uh told me that um in the earthly realm here that we live in you know we all we look for guarantees right and warranties and insurance um you know, like myself, like we, we don't go and just jump into things. We want to know, like, somebody's got our back here or the if we made a mistake, it can be reversed or there, there's something of, like, I'm not going to go forward in here unless you're telling me this is really a great thing or a great product or uh, a great opportunity. And just in case something goes whack, um, I've got that assurance, you know, that insurance on or a warranty or, you know, that the bag can be reversed. Um, but then in the, in the spiritual well as well, in the spiritual realm, um, we are given guarantees and assurances through God's promises. But do we, do we look at it the same, right? Like um, in, in the earthly realm, it's like, okay, we know things are going to break down. We know stuff's not going to get messed up. We know it's not going to last or what have you. And so we're like, 
when this goes bad, when your thing you designed just breaks down, when I tear this thing up too much, and then it's really when I do too much and this thing just conks out, how responsible am I going to be? And can you help me out? And do you promise to help me out at the end of this? Um, God's assurance is, you know, I love you. I'm the king of all things. I'm the creator of all things. I'm with you and won't go away from you. But we, that comes with a guarantee. But how much do we not believe it because of just life, right? Like those insurances or whatever that, oh, but there was a hiccup to that policy or what have you. And you're just going to screw me over and all of that. Um, Romans chapter 8, verses 37 to 39. Uh, this is going to be, again, chap- uh, Romans chapter 8, 37 to 39, in the English uh, Standard Version reads, No, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am sure that neither death nor life nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of, love of God in Christ Jesus, our Lord. What's he telling you? He's like, nothing. Like, nothing you can come up with, nothing that you, the stuff that you've never imagined, the stuff that the enemy has down the pipe, the way in which even people that care about you, they're going to let you down or backbite you or turn on you, like none of them will separate you from me. What's my, my biggest, you know, what, what am, what's my fear? I'm going to fail. I'm not going to be there. God doesn't have my back for this one. Um, I haven't been listening to him enough. I haven't been spending the time in prayer. I, I'm all wrong. And can you... Still tell me you're going to be there for me, right? Um, in the end of all that. Uh, why do we get scared? You know, and, and, and not want to just get frozen. Like a lot of times I, fear just, for me, just literally freezes me up. And <laughs> like, I just won't make a choice. Um, and, and I'll even, then harbor and beat on myself there because I'm too scared to make a choice or, 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 you know, why do we get anxious? Why do we doubt? Um, Philippians chapter four, seven to six, again, in the uh, English standard version says, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your requests be made known to God, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. It sounds really pretty. It's, it's kind of basic. It's right to the point. But man, it's hard to live through. Live that out. I think... There's so many keys to that verse in Philippians 4, 6, and 7. It, it's like, a, it's, it's literally a blueprint because it says, don't be anxious, right? But in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, 
let your request be made known. And it's because, because, you know, we've had some things lately where we've had decisions that, you know, we have them right now. They're on, on our, on the table to move into another position or to, um, you know, to make some pretty big choices in our finances and, you know, and it's kind of like we kind of get stuck sometimes because we're like, we don't have the answer, God. You ha That's your job. Give us the answer. <laughs> really clearly, we got a shadow of a doubt you know, don't, that actually we won't scare ourselves, huh? And you said that well, definitely. Um, the 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 unknown is just scary, right? Um, am I okay walking forward in this? Really, truly, gut wrenching. Honestly, does God love me enough, and as much as He says He does, to really have my back? You know. Oh, I walk through the valley of shadow of death. I will fear no evil. Right? Um, you're running your staff. They comfort me. They guide me. Like, is that real, real? <laughs> like, is it just a nice thing? Is that real, real? Like, no matter what, because um, experience keeps proving bad things are bound to happen. Like, that 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 rug's gonna get pulled from under you. Something's gonna go wrong and, and then there's that question of you know and I, I'm not I really don't buy into the camp of like I'm just gonna blame God for everything because he steered me wrong no like I know the enemies out there like Satan they, me and Satan at times to you know do things in my life that will mess things up so I'm not throwing that on God um, I just either are you do you love me enough to help my stupid <laughs> not cause the really big issues in the thing. I think it's interesting because we've been, we've kind of, I've been processing because we've, like I said earlier, we've been having a lot of different kinds of decisions that we have to make. And I think that, and, it, and I know you're going to get, you're going to get here at, um, later on in the message about being sons and daughters of, of the father and knowing that, um, the, the one, the whole fact that I would ask him before making a decision means that I'm submitted to him, right? That, that I want to, to move. I don't want, actually, I don't want to move unless he wants me to move or I want to move. There's times too where we get stuck and we don't, we don't move 
out of fear, like you had said. And so um, there's times that he wants us to move into a business venture or into a, a, jo- a new job or a new career, but we get we get too fearful because maybe it doesn't have all the the check the boxes that we want checked. And God isn't God isn't concerned about that stuff because He's God and He knows exactly how to line things up. And it does what we see on the outside isn't isn't anything near what He sees and how He He plays things out. So I've I think what I've been processing lately is even if I don't have a clear answer and I begin to move into a direction or I make that choice, I am still his daughter and he still loves me enough that I can have favor no matter where I go or what direction I go into because he loves me. And because I've, I've come, uh, you know, we come to the throne of God and we submit our requests just like that, that verse, you know, that we were talking about. I'm not sure if everybody heard me. I might have been on mute. <laughs> but Philippians 4, 6, you know, I said there was a blueprint there. And um, I'm sorry if, it, if I repeated myself, but I really feel this is important that it says everything in prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be named. There's a blueprint there. We come to before him with prayer, with supplication, and we thank him for what he's already done and what he's about to do. And then you, if, if you make a, you know, if that choice is coming to your doorstep and you have to make a choice right then and there and you, and you make a choice, you know with peace that you've presented that before the Father. And no matter what happens, he's going to, he's going to work it out. Because he loves us, we're his, we're his sons and daughters. Amen and amen. I, I hear I hear myself say that a lot after you say something. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, that's just good. Second Corinthians chapter four, eight through ten reads: We are afflicted in every way, but not crushed. Perplexed, but not driven to despair, persecuted, but not forsaken, struck down, but not destroyed, always carrying in the body the death of Jesus so that the life of Jesus may also be manifested in our bodies. Um, it would be really great. And as a father, you think, I'm sure, you know, and as a parent, you think about this for your children, like it'd be really great to walk around in, one of, in a bubble suit. Or one of those uh, giant see-through plastic balls that you can go through and like nothing can touch you. <laughs> um, about the big hamster ball. The big hamster ball. Yes. <laughs> that like, you know, I I think of Micah like Micah just chipped his tooth. <laughs> right. Oh, like yeah. the other week. Like literally just on a scooter. Like just say, Dad, I'm gonna take my scooter going outside with friends, thinking nothing of it, comes back in, and like hands me a piece of his tooth, and has some blood on his lip or what yeah. have you. Not just any tooth either. Oh, it, it was the front tooth, right. and it was a permanent. It's like your big boy teeth, tooth, right in the front of your mouth, planted crack, right straight, like clean cut, right. <laughs> At least it was clean. Um, and just hands it to me, and it's ready to just go back outside. I'm like, hey, can you at least wash the blood off your mouth? Go out, um, not a care. Just like, oh yeah, that kind of hurt, but uh, and 
And, you know, if, if he was in a hamster wheel, no problem. Nothing would touch him. Uh, spiritually, a lot of times, would want that too. Like, I personally, like, I want the bubble suit. I, I wish God would just put me spiritually in, in, in the hamster wheel so nothing touched me. But, but that's not life. That's, that's not about to happen. Um, there is afflictions. There is things. That, there are issues that come up. You know, we are sons and daughters of God. He loves us. The enemy hates us. This is the enemy's world right now. He's going to come after me. Like, it's going to happen. But we died with Jesus so we could rise with him again. Right? We died. Like, all this stuff, like, I died for you. Not just your sins, your personal sins, but the sins of the world, the devastation, the sins of the enemy, of Satan himself that's going to come. Like, this stuff's coming for you. I died. Jesus, I died for you. For these things, not so I bubble wrap you and nothing ever touches you when you never learn anything anyway. But that's just not reality, y'all. Like a lot of times, if you're really honest deep down inside, and a lot of times the world is like, well, I won't trust him because he's making these promises, right? Like nothing bad should ever happen, but then something bad's going to happen, so he let me down. And like, where else are you going to get that perfect? You don't get that perfect insurance from anybody else. Like you don't, we don't convict Apple, right? For like, we think they've got the best computer and whatever, and they got the cost, and you're ready to buy it, and you're ready to buy the latest iPhone every, you know, year or other year for the next, like, for an additional four hundred dollars from what you bought the last one from or more. They have bugs, they have updates to take, but why don't we say, oh, you know, Apple computer, they this, they didn't promise the complete perfect thing that they said they would, so I'm just never going to buy from Apple again. You still go out, people still go out almost like a week ahead of time to get their place in order to go in here because it's the latest, greatest. Like we have that much grace for products that are in our hand that we know we're going to shut down and break down. We know we have to replace. We know it's, it's finite. It's not going to go on forever. But the God of the universe who loves you more than anything, that created everything on this place and has that cattle on the thousand hills and has everything in your favor and tells you it, it's literally written it down on the bottom line. You're like, you messed up that one time, God. You you let me down that one time. Mama died. I'm done. Somebody got sick. I'm done. I didn't get that job that I wanted so bad. You know I wanted that. We got to go our separate ways. I don't trust you. For real? And it doesn't take much. Let's be real. It does not take much to turn on God Almighty. We will stick with a product a football team, like, you, like, come on. Browns fans, dude, I'm just going to be real. Like, my father-in-law, my wife, Sarah's from Ohio. Browns fans have been in torment for decade upon decade upon decade. Pretty loyal. Still loyal. For what? They let you down. It's not even like a question of, oh, is this the year? Like, you. You know it's not. You can lie to yourself and say, this is the year we're going to do something. You know you're not. You're still there. You're still there. Clippers fans, until the last couple of until the last decade, you were cursed. Still holding strong. Why can we do that for the earthly realm? Right? Like, like the brother told me, like in the earthly realm, we take people's word for it. We hope for the best. We'll still pull through. But in the spiritual, God, if you let me down one time. I, that that will always sting. That like that'll always be that question. The enemy knows like he can always press that button. 
because what you expected, what you determined that was best for you, because you didn't go to the manual writer, you didn't go to, to the manufacturer, you didn't go to your creator and just say, like my wife, like what, what, I don't want to make a move until you say, what is the best for me, right? If you got a Tesla, fully electric, something goes wrong, that bad boy will explode on you on the highway. You don't just give it to any mechanic to just do whatever the heck he wants to. You take it to somebody that's been trained up in it and whatever, but also goes right back to that manual. Like it's not going to make a change. It's not going to make an adaptation. Literally going to go by the book and read through that bad boy. You do that for stuff. And you trust in human beings who are very faulty to protect that stuff or do right by that stuff. And even when they mess up, Eventually, you know, well, I got to come. I mean, it's the best thing online or whatever, so I'm going to come back to you. But, God, you're just ready to always, 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 always. All right, I'm coming to you one more time. But if you mess up on this one, I don't get what I want on this one. Like, deuces. We're weak. That's, that's just weak. Um, that's just my two cents. James, uh, chapter 1, verse 12. Also, uh, English standard. Blessed is the man who remains steadfast under trial. Blessed. Blessed is the man or woman who remains steadfast under trial. For when he has stood the test, he will receive the crown of life, which God has promised to those who love him. Didn't say it was all going to be roses and no problems. You get no boo-boos. You don't get a chip, you know, on your tooth when you fall onto concrete. Ouch. Um, which that did, you know, for our son. Like, he got up and kept going. Like, mom and dad, he brought it to me, and he's just like, in his mind, daddy, you going to fix it later. Like, something's going to happen. Like, you're just going to fix it later. I'm, I'm going to go back out and play. I'm going to go right back to where I was because I was enjoying myself. Like, yeah, I got hurt, but you know what? He knows. My parents got me. It'll work out some, like, I don't know how it's going to look. He, he has no clue. He didn't think about what was going to happen later on with this guy. You know, mom and dad had to go and let the dentist, mom had to let the dentist know what had happened and what's the procedure, how's it going to happen. We had to pay the money for it. Um, he's all good. He's got his filling into it, you know, really is not noticeable. And we understand that that's going to be there for a while. If he outgrows it, then it's going to be fully capped. Like, there are things to happen for it, right? He had no clue any of that, no care. Just went up in a dentist, took an hour, blah, blah, blah. But he had the assurance that he is loved enough, not blamed for, and he can just carry on life. He can just go on business as usual, right after, like something huge, like, ow, okay, and now moving on. And as adults, why can't, and I, and I, and I get it. You become a big boy, you become a big girl, problems get bigger. I'm, I'm, I'm mad with three kids, life, everything we do, like, I get that. But why do we so quickly falter and not have that trust in our day? Yeah, I was just thinking, as you were saying that, I think the older we get, the more, like, finicky we get. You know, it's like, I remember having 
way less fear as a child than I do now. Like, I, I, I mean, I sometimes I tell people when I was in college, I mean, I jumped off bridges into water. There was rocks down there. Like, I'm like, what the heck was I thinking? And now if like, if just one day I feel a little shaky, you know, because I'm not, you know, not sure about something, I start to have this like, mini inner tantrum you know and so um just to see you know our son you know it's a perfect example of him breaking a tooth if i chipped my i remember i chipped remember that time i chipped a tiny little piece of my tooth off yeah. it's still chipped you know when they're the dentist and they're like yeah you're not going to do anything about that because it's not big big enough of, a, of an issue you know and i'm like it's a total issue you know i could feel it and they're like, yeah, no, it, it was like just a baby little tip. I'm having like a whole like meltdown over my tiny little chipped tooth, which I don't even notice anymore. And my son chipped off like practically half his tooth and he's just all <laughs> like, whatever. <laughs> I mean, but that shows a good example of as we get older, um, we become more intolerant, mm-hmm. you know, and I work with seniors. and it I, I I wish I could say it gets better, but my seniors they like if I don't put four ice cubes in their in their glass for happy hour, you know, then I'm gonna hear about it. Like that that's the level <laughs> that we have to look forward to in our you know seventies and eighties. But but I think that we have this opportunity, you know, to acknowledge that and understand it and begin to to focus on the fact that if we work on our, we work on our um, trust, we work on our, um, our relationship with the father, because if we really look back in our lives, we know that he's been faithful. You know, uh, like you were talking about, we have more faith in products than we do in our heavenly father. Um, is so true because we know that, you know, if we were to return our iPad to Apple, you know, they're going to fix it. Um, and Jesus is the great physician and he has been since the beginning of time. And yet we still forget, we have this amnesia, you know, of the truth of God's word and what, and the truth of who Jesus has been in our lives. And that's that's what the enemy does is work overtime for us to be in, to not trust and have confidence in the one who is the only one who can truly give us um, assurance yeah. of, of, of things. You know, it's interesting, you know, I was thinking of um, the Hebrews 11, one verse that is one of my favorite verses, you know, faith is, is substance, substance of things hoped for or assured, assurance of things hoped for and evidence of things unseen. So it's having faith and trust in, in something that we don't see yet. Yeah. But knowing that he's faithful enough that he's gonna, he loves us, we're his sons and daughters, that he's still working all things together for good. And 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 part of that is not resting in fear, <laughs> you know, because that's what the enemy would want us to do. It's resting assured in a faithful God. Yeah, your daddy, you're big enough. For me to take the stuff off my shoulders and and throw it on yours, um, you know, being we're what almost we're almost literally at year three of being here in Arizona, and 
to move out here, we knew that we knew that we knew, right? We were like, we need three confirmations. No, no. Typically, people ask for like three confirmations, right? And and we were like, we need ten, and he gave like twenty-seven <laughs> confirmations, right? Uh, so we knew that we knew that we knew that we had to come out here. Or year one, year one and a half into two, rough. <laughs> Rough, 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 like, woo, hateful. <laughs> just, it was desert. It was desert. Um, spiritually, physically, every which way, struggle. Um, we're past the year two. We're, we're breathing, but there's still questions, and there's still things that come up. And it's not just work, and it's just at the home. It's at church, too. Like, we came here to build. But, like, we're still the newbies. Um, don't always feel connected. Back in the mind of thinking, hey, did, did we make a mistake? Like, you know that you know that you know, right? But you still brought, life happens and you're brought to the point of, did we make an oops? And, and like, no, but it's life and it brings in questions. And I want that, <laughs> you know, you want that assurance, but he gave it already, like, I have you. You might not know the whole blueprint. And we want that. I want that. Like, give me the whole details. Give me the next step. Like, it was interesting. Like, the, the prophetic words, the, what strangers would come up with, uh, what the Lord would keep saying on our heart, was just to take that next step, right? Our whole time to come out here. And we knew we kept hearing that. Just the one step. Take a baby step. I got it. You, I'm not showing you the whole path. I'm not showing you the whole blueprint. I'm just showing you literally the next step in that section. Um, and we held on to that like it was lifeblood, like our next breath. And it got us here, and it, it sustained us, and it got us through things time and time again. Um, and then you get to the feeling of like, you, but you're just surviving. And so where is that thriving, and where is that? living in the fullness and all of that. And so if it doesn't come right away, then like all the question marks, then did you send us to the desert to die? <laughs> like Israel all over again. Don't ever front. As much as you, we read the word and you look and you look and you read stuff and I personally be like, people don't, just are stupid. Like, you, come on now. God's right in front of you telling you, leading you with fire and clouds and doing miraculous stuff and you still want to pull up a question? I like if I wanted to, I, I would quickly judge. But it's like, but you do the same thing, dude. You, why is it that two years ago or whatever you had full assurance, no problems? Like, God, I know you got me. And in fact, I got goosebumps in anticipation. And you're already warned. You're going to go through trials, and the enemy doesn't like the fact that you're in here, and he doesn't want you to break new ground, and he doesn't want you in the territory, and so he's gonna fight the heck out of you. And we get hit on the chin, drop for a second, dazed, and we're like, oh, man, but you, you didn't tell me it was going to be like that. I mean, you said, but you didn't say it was going to be all like that. You didn't remind, you know, let me know I have a glass jaw and like, yeah, but I'll reset it. And I got you. But it is scary. I'm not going to ever front and say it's not scary. And, and it's not hard and people let you down. Right? Either yourself or other, but like, People are people. It's not always going to be beautiful and great, but God is God. He does not make mistakes. 
I feel like when you were when you were sharing that that I mean and we're, we we fit right into this category, but also that there's there's people here that have you know stepped into a, you know a journey with the Lord and rather it be in ministry or business and they know that 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 God called them you know to to that, but we can get can be in that place of of where the enemy has come in and just caused like just poking mm. just poking at them and we have this tendency to be like oh well then this is not where I'm exposed to be and um and I, I just kind of felt like the Lord was saying like and it could just be to us I mean and I'm, I'm going to receive it too but I just kind of feel like the Lord was just saying, um, get back up. Like you're in this ring, right? Get back up because, because I win this, I win this fight. Mm. I'm winning this fight. And, um, it's, it's, it's like seriously ministering to me right now. Um, because we have this tendency that when things get hard, we give up. When things get hard, we're like, Obviously, this is one, not where I'm supposed to be. God's favor dropped off of me, so let me keep going. Um, we've been through a whirlwind of hits this past, since December, you know, and a lot of people have, especially with the whole COVID and, and but just, just, just in general, um, I just feel like we're not we're not probably the only people that have experienced some serious hits in, in, in our life and, and when that happens when the enemy gets you to that place of um of feeling like if I if I get hit, you know, one more time, I just don't know if I can get back up. That that's when we need to be strengthened by by the Father. That's when we need to call out to him and say, I can't get up on my own and that's when he'll step in and he will fight our battles for us. And he's already fighting our battles for us, but you you read this verse, you know, where where it talked about trials. Um, Blessed is the man who remains steadfast under trial, for when he has stood the test, he will receive the crown of life, which God has promised to those who love him. He loves us. He loves us. Um and it's just it's just a it's part part of all of this is to strengthen us like we can't we can't be entrusted to bigger things if we don't get back up like how how do we get to the that m m a fighting or what do you gotta get to the next level? You can't get to the next level if you stay down you you have to get back up like it's it's you have to be you have to get so um, you know, I, it's like, uh, I kind of feel like, and I, and I'm sure there's others, but I kind of feel like this last blow, um, was right at my head and I started seeing stars and, and, and um, there's confusion and you, I can't think straight and, and now I'm, I'm not only exhausted and tired and, and, um, and you know worn out um i don't know about you but whenever i'm tired i don't think straight whenever uh whenever um 
even if you've you've gone through through like a, a you know like you say even if I go for a hike you know like if I go for a hike and I come back I'm tired you know and it can mess with your brain too you become a little vulnerable um and I felt like the Lord was saying you you know and, and actually I had a brother um text me yesterday he said um you got to pull the full armor of God on the full armor of God on and I started thinking about that helmet of salvation because helmet is what um protects our mind it protects our head and um and and just a reminder of what we've been saved from not even in the past but in our future we what we've been saved from every blow every battle every fight we still get victory and um that's that's what we have to be reminded of that we just if we we got to get we got to get back up we got to get in that corner and we got to let our coach and our trainer fix us back up and put our teeth back in our mouth and, <laughs> <laughs> and whatever else because he's he's strengthening us he's pushing us he's then propelling us so that we can make it to the next ring and win that one because okay. all of this all of it is for a purpose and I say it again amen um, Romans chapter 8 verse 16 and actually no scratch that we're going to go the whole time um, now this one's going to be in the, the passion translation and they usually don't you know you don't go to that one. It's not as theologically sound. Yada yada. Um, I mean, that's the, that's the real thing. A lot of theologians, uh, pastors are like, that, you know, we don't go to that because it's too fluffy. Um, but first, so I'll read the New King James Version because you know people know that one first. But I, I do want to go into the Passion because there's just a depth and a beauty to it. But Romans uh, chapter eight verses fourteen through seventeen. I'm going to do New King James Version first. Um, for as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. For you did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you received the spirit of adoption by whom we cry out, Abba, Father. That's just amazing. The Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. And if children, then heirs. Heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ. If indeed we suffer with him, that we may also be glorified together. Now that's beautiful in and of itself. I'm not going to front. Um, but in the, in, the uh, in the Passion Translation, and, and it kind of has the, the caption of sons and daughters destined for glory. It reads, the mature children of God are those who are moved by the impulses of the Holy Spirit. Hmm. Moved by the impulses, the unctions, the, the, the pricking, um, just led by the Holy Spirit. And you did not receive the spirit of religious duty leading you back into the, dear, uh, into the fear of never being good enough but you have received, and let me read that again. You, you, uh, and you did not receive the spirit of religious duty 
leading you back into the fear of never being good enough. But you have received the spirit of full acceptance, enfolding you into the family of God. And you will never feel orphaned. Come on now. For as he rises up within us, our spirits join him in saying the words of tender affection, beloved father. For the Holy Spirit makes God's fatherhood real to us as he whispers into our innermost being, you are God's beloved child. And since we are his true children, we qualify to share all his treasures. We qualify. For indeed, we are heirs of God himself. And since we are heirs, but and since we are joined to Christ, we also inherit all that he is and all that he has. We will experience being co-glorified with him, provided that we accept his sufferings as our own. Um, our pastor, Pastor Abed, has a saying, uh, your, your failures or your shortcomings don't disqualify you. Um, God qualifies you. Everybody he sends, he qualifies you, period. The Holy Spirit and the calling, the calling qualifies you. You don't get disqualified by anything. And, and you know, in my weakness, <clears throat> I am made strong. He is shown to be strong. Well, you got to be a weak vessel for him to prove that it's all about him, right? God, hey, God loves to show, like, it is literally all about me. I will take the weakest and make them strong. He chose Israel. Israel is a dot, right? Back in history, they weren't even a nation yet when he picked them. <clears throat> when he called out Abraham, there was no thing as Israel, <clears throat> right? <clears throat> he picked a nomad that literally doesn't even have a, 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 a real house to, to, to live in. You know, for all of the fortune and everything that Abraham had, man lived in tents, right? He's a nomad. Literally, like, we pack up, we move on, depending on the season, kind of just like the, the birds or the animals, like, wherever the best is in that particular like, we just keep on moving. We don't even have a, a place to lay our head, truly. Um, you know, God, right now, Israel is this dot, the small little nation surrounded by several others that would like to blow them out of the planet, but they're still there. God loves to prove how mighty and powerful he is by taking the little thing and saying, this is mine. These are my kids right here. Surrounded on all corners, should be obliterated off the map, like literally should not exist anymore because all these folks around him hate the heck out of them and they're still there to this day and will remain. Why? They're God's kids. There's a you know there's that whole anti-Semitism and you know we can judge Israel and, and the Jewish culture and we can say y'all messed up and and you know you did wrong you, you killed the you know you killed the Son of God and all this stuff and all this stuff has been happening to you since and everybody keeps coming after you and God knows that and He did it purposely like those are still His kids like He never has brought those are his children. We as Christians are adopted into the faith and into his family. Like remember, like we are adopted in. He chose them first. We need to learn from our predecessors. And what came because we're not any different from them. 
people should never front those you know the whole anti-semitism uh, uh movement the whole like well the jewish people they gave up you know their birthright or they gave up the blessing and now like christians are number one and we just get it all like mm, that's not biblical god's children are the are israel are the jewish people like yes they've jacked up even you know time and time and time and time and time and time again um, turned their backs on him and betrayed and all that and, and, and got lost in the mix. And then he's like, but then I heard you cry out. Right? I heard you cry out from the wilderness. I, I heard you cry out from your bondage. I heard you cry out in the midst of slavery. Um, and I heard you. And I will bring you all back from every corner, from all the four winds, from every corner of the world, and bring you back onto myself. That's the assurance. And the, the, everything that I own, like this uh, in Romans 8 said, like, we are co-heirs with Christ. We are heirs to God and co-heirs with Christ. That's big time, y'all. <laughs> I have you. You take in the fullness of me. Like, every day is not going to be rosy and great. You got to go through stuff. But I never said, you will never go through that alone. Even when you choose to try to do it on yourself, like, I'm still there and I'm still... You're not alone. And uh, he does want us to thrive, and he does want the fullness. And joy and peace doesn't mean nothing goes bad. True joy and peace, again, is in the middle of a hurricane, that eye, everything is crazy stupid all around you. And you're in the eye of the storm. And it literally, it's following you as you walk. It follows you, but you're in the eye. You are at peace because God is shining right on you. Peace that's, that makes no sense, surpasses all understanding is right there. But you're good, and you're going to be good. Um, and with that, hon, do you have anything else? All right. Um, with that, we thank you for the time. Uh, we thank you, Father God, for being present. And I hope, we hope that you all heard what he wanted to tell you. Um, if anybody didn't have the opportunity to say hello earlier, the floor is yours. Say what's up. Hey, good morning, y'all. It's Dee Dee. Awesome share. I love hearing you, too, and you bless me. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Sarah and Dwayne. It's Rochelle. Hallelujah, Sarah. That right there mm. is the point. Ah, the comeback. There it is. So bless you both. Great declaration today. Thank you. Good morning. It's Monica. Great declaration. Enjoy the share. God bless. Good morning. This is Juanita. Um, I love the tag team. Um, um, how you guys um, bring your share um, this morning. So thank you. Amen. Thank you so much. Good morning. This is Cynthia. Great speaking. Um, thank you for the word. God bless both of you guys. God bless you, Cynthia.
if anyone um, has anything that you reflected on and want to share, um, the floor is yours at this time. This is Valerie. Just want to say good morning and um, thank you for, to both of you. Um, great kingdom builders, um, great marriage ministry, and you're so refreshing. And I love the way that your relationship is so cohesive. So thank you for sharing. God bless you both. That was beautiful. Thank you so much. Hey, guys. It's Dee Dee. I so agree with Valerie and everyone this morning. It's refreshing to hear a man and a wife, I'm a, a husband and a wife, let me say it that way, and how you share. And mm -hmm. even um, when you were talking about you, you're, you, weren't, you weren't sure, but everybody else was sure that that mm -hmm. was your wife. But that, that, mm -hmm. that, 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 that was, even with my second marriage, it, it's a lot to the, what you shared. It just got me thinking in my head. So thank you for your transparency and just how you two, oh, you guys are so perfect together. I love your ministry together bless me and gives me some game up over here <laughs> to deal with, <laughs> with my husband um and just shed light on it and uh, then you guys have me laughing and i'm gonna share with my son so armani is now 30 oh jesus 32 i think i don't know i forget but the same thing mm -hmm. happened to him it, it was on the and it happened to be on the weekend then they with, when they were with their dad so you know it's already a little friction right so when my phone yeah, exactly. rang and and their dad was sounding like he uh, he was so afraid to tell me that my son, who had the most perfect teeth, had ran into mm. a car. They were out in the front playing football, and he hit a car, a park car, and chipped his perfect yeah. tooth. And so it just took me back to that how, you know, it was like a fear that their dad was more fearful, mm. like your son. My son was like, all right, just, yeah. uh, um, it, I got the ball. Let's go. So, and now they fix it and mm -hmm. everything. But just trusting God through all of that. And, um, just how hey, we're blessed, you know, just when you, when people share their stories and testimonies and just to believe God and have that assurance, but that Thanksgiving, praising that part right there, we got to be thankful even in, in the things that weren't good. You know what I mean? Just continue to thank mm -hmm. him, even though it may look like things weren't, weren't going to work out in whatever situation. Look at y'all married, flourishing, blessing others. And you had doubts, bro, but you didn't have doubt about her. You had doubt exactly. about you. So I just thank you that exactly. you just blessed us this morning. I love you guys to life. And I, I, we're family. I can't wait to actually meet y'all because cause sister got yes, some, some uh, style that I need to uh, get my little. <laughs> <laughs> I love you guys. Have a great Saturday. Oh, uh, We love you, sister. Thank you so much. Yeah, it's so true. Hey, Dwayne, that's Rochelle again. Um, Romans 8, that whole thing um, is just that that power to bring you back. It's like, um, you know, that, that potion to give you the strength again. And, um, you know, even John Wick, you know, limped away from some of the best fights. Um, so, mm. you know, we, we, mm. we get, we get, wow, that's, oh, you need to say that again. You need to say that again. Oh, man. Wow. That was, man, oh, that was, I think that was about it. I, I think about it. I think about it. I'm, I'm a Marvel fan by default. Um, so a lot mm. of stuff that we look at and, you know, a lot mm. of situations, I 
I look at them now as not um, a plan uh, for torture or whatnot, but I look at them as a gut punchers, something of the sort, yeah. but it doesn't change who God is. Um, and I know I don't, I talk about it a little bit, a little bit, but not a little bit. Um, when my son um, got killed, it, it kind of, it stumbled me. And a lot of times it takes people out. I, I Some support groups, mm-hmm. mothers are angry and whatnot. But when it happened, God came right in and gave me that peace that surpasses all understanding. That part right mm-hmm. there, because he knew, because we are his children, he know us. He know what things will affect us. He know how to, how to come in. That's why he gives us that assurance of his word to help us to be uh, steadfast and uh, immovable, always abounding in his word. Because he know that the word is going to be substance and nourishment. It's going to help us. It doesn't change mm-hmm. the fact that, mm-hmm. um, you know, who he is and there's trials and tribulations. But again, you know, he still, we still have to be confident in the things of him um again <laughs> we might get punched mm-hmm. around a little bit even the best of us you know but guess what mm-hmm. he's still who he is we still win in the end so god bless you i just appreciate you guys when um how you so real and i i often think of you know sarah and me texting her and just how she said man i just can't wait i can't wait either because just the encouragement and seeing um, you know, how the enemy tries to trip us up and stumble us. We got the greatest comeback because mm-hmm. we're children of the Lord. So have a great Saturday mm-hmm. as well. Uh, love you, sister. Amen. Amen. She, she said even John Wick <laughs> has to, oh, it's so true, has, has to crawl over or, or limp away from a battle. Um, I'm huge, huge Marvel fan as well, comics, comics in general. Language. <laughs> right? I mean, the X Men, Avengers, Batman, Superman. I mean, the big battles, right? Because Sarah shared, you know, if you if you get hit on a smaller level fight, how are you going to be trusted with the big one later? Um, what do you train for? What do fighters train for? What do soldiers train for? Um, those in charge know that. Y'all haven't faced nothing yet. Like, we're actually building you up to the bigger. God knows the game plan, right? He knows yesterday, today, tomorrow. Like, he's already there. He's already looking at your year 25 in the faith or your year 58 in the faith while you're still in year three. Okay? So he knows the training ground that you need. He knows where you're at right now. If a little sucker punch, if a gut punch is going to stumble you and you're like, I'm done, I quit. If you have to lose an arm later, you ain't ready yet for that, right? You're not ready for the real blows and the real hits. Sister Sharon, like, losing the child, like, come on now. I, uh, I'm not there yet. Like, we're, we're not there that we could take that. And I pray to God for none of us. I have to go through that. But she was girded up and taken along the line of you can share and it not pierce through you as much as like opening up and sharing it now. Because even from our experience with things we do, things in our marriage, when you when you give that testimony later, eventually it hurts a little less and a little less. Not that it's completely gone, not that the thoughts don't, but you're able to bear with the Holy Spirit because people need to hear your story. 
They need to know what you survived because they don't know if they can. Yeah. Come on. They, they're looking at some, I love someone with cancer. I have cancer, right? Like they're looking at that situation. They're looking at, there's a brother that we know in ministry doing music, strong young man in the faith is friends of our friends. And they just got told, oh, you can't renew your lease after. So in the next month and a half, you, you got to find somewhere to go. Like you don't, you don't drop that on a family with little kids. Like, by the way, um, you can't come back here after a, year, a month and a half. You got to be out. He's on Facebook just like, hey, I praise God for the next challenge and hold me up, y'all. Like, this is real. He needs to hear people in situations need to be able to hear, like, yeah, you can't get past that. But somebody else, it's it's all nice to have to, to say nice things if you haven't gone through it. But when somebody who has time and time again, who knows that experience or whatever, can share that and say, I am on the other side. It was hard as heck, but I'm, we're on the other side. Like, we got to hear that when we've never experienced it and haven't dealt with it. And and we just need, like, we're ready to quit. White towel, I'm done, I'm out. Thank you, God, for your services. <laughs> but um, I'm moving on because I can't do this anymore. Like, God's like, I I choose you to be ready for. Do I have to have you? Could I choose somebody else? Sure. Do I have to have God Almighty? Does he have to have you to live this out? No, but he chooses because in his glory, you're going to be glorified as well. And he's like, I know what I put in you, what I built in you to be able to take this on. You just got to hold tight with me so we can prove that because somebody else needs to hear that. I don't bless you and glorify you just for your own sake. And even though it is all for his, it's like also that's for somebody else that needs it. And we can't, it's for somebody else that needs that. Anyway, anybody else got something, Yeah. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Rochelle, Rochelle, that's my sister. Yeah, when you, wow, like you just summed it up, to really share what you've gone through, what you've come through, um, and for Rochelle to lose her son and still encourage mm. others and still, because she encouraged me, I lost my baby. Mm. And not to say, you know, I carried him but didn't know him like she knew her son yeah. for her strength. And then God also used my pain because since that, you know, he would have been 30, almost 34, but the lives that I've impacted, the women who also lost, mm. and I'm, I was able to, if you only knew how many hospital <laughs> rooms I went to or how many houses I went by mm. after just to be there because I know what it's like. You know, I'm not going quoting scriptures because sometimes you don't want to hear that when your heart broke just to show right. up and just to, you know, say, I'm not saying look at me, I made it through, and it's not easy. And like you said, it, the pain does not go away, but he gives you that 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 peace to get through it so that you're not, you know, like today I celebrate. It took so much for me to say I celebrate celebrate Demetrius, and I could talk about him, and I don't cry as much as I used to, and it's beautiful. And like when Rochelle talks about her son and how God gave her that peace, that's what you talk. That's what the fight is, right? Because the fight of faith yeah. is not gonna stop. We have to fight it, no matter what comes at you. And if you, like you said, if you gonna fall out because you get your toe stepped on, you not you not ready. You not equipped. Mm-hmm. And then that's how Come you take your mind, right? Because that's what the enemy's yeah. after. I could have, probably should have, almost did lose my mind, but he's kept mm-hmm. me. So I'm grateful for that fight that I have. And then my brother. 
taught me how to fight because he thought I was a boy growing up. So I really can fight physically. <laughs> but then, I'm, I'm telling y'all, pray for me because it'd be jumping on me sometimes. Mm. I still want to sock somebody. But God's giving yeah. me that. Listen, fight spiritually, um, baby girl, because you, you can't go to prison because they don't give you your piece of coffee, you can't get your nails, all that stuff. But right. I'm grateful. And then you hit me, and, and I'm so glad my husband didn't hear that when you talked about how we, we trust in Apple. <laughs> because... Mm-hmm. I'm one of them apostolic. <laughs> I'm an apostolic, right? <laughs> I'm an apostolic because <laughs> listen, every 18 months, it don't even matter. Yes. I, why? It's my daughter's fault though. We go and we get our, the new phones. Ain't nothing wrong mm-hmm. with the one I have. And then like the new one to me, I'm trying to figure out what's the what's the advantage. It just costs more, and they yeah. get you. And I'm trusting. And then when you got to reset it or glitch, and you got to go to Apple reset, like you said, you made a yeah. We we put so much trust in products and. Man, if you don't go and just trust who created you. So I thank you. Like I said, right. this this more I love y'all. Like you guys are refreshing and I love you. You guys are just great. And I'm so um and I'm um, Sarah, I'm gonna hit you later because people keep coming to me for dream interpretation. I'm like, huh? I can't even interpret my own dreams. So let me mm. give you to my sister. Some of them I can though, but just so that I'm not leading anybody <laughs> down uh, a path, I just try to refer them to you if that's okay. And so We'll talk. Practicing. What'd you say? What'd you say, Joy? Oh, I was just say you, it's practicing, and Sarah oh. will let you know you practice. Okay, I got you. Love y'all. Yeah, I think you know, especially you know, I, not this is about dream interpretation, but um, God gives us grace when we're uh, when we're learning a new gift. You know, when we're we all have access to all the gifts, right? So. Rather, it's a prophetic word or an interpretation or a word of knowledge. You know, it's just it is practice and it's it, it's grace. But dreams are very personal, you know, to the 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 dreamer. And um, I always say, you know, when anybody comes and asks me to help them with an in, interpretation, I I'll say, just understand that dreams are very personal. And if when you, the moment you share your dream, I may end up seeing deep things and personal things <clears throat> about your life because dreams are like parables. Um, they're, they're, Jesus spoke in parables uh, as a code um, because the, only, the, only, the Holy Spirit is, is who interprets those parables those, or, and our dreams and visions, and the enemy doesn't have access to that. So... That's one of the reasons why he gives us dreams is so that he's speaking to us um, almost like with a heavenly language. And it's only the Holy Spirit that can that can speak to that person. And um, and if I feel like I'm 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 interpreting from my own, you know, (laughs) I'll 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 say I'll sometimes just say, you know what, write the dream down and ask the Holy Spirit to reveal it to you personally. Um, and because sometimes it's like a gift that he wants to unwrap over a period of time. You ever get one of those big gifts, you know, that somebody's doing one of those, you know, pranks and you open the box and then there's another box and then there's an, that's kind of how dreams are. (laughs) Like you could take, it could take 10 years to truly unwrap a whole interpretation. But anyways, that's a whole other teach. We'll have to do that again sometime, another dream teach. So. Can't you go to uh, Google for dreams? 
You know what? Here's what I'm going to say about the Google for Dreams. There are a lot of new age um, people out there. There's, you know, anti-flow, and I don't know. Um, there, there are people that do not interpret dreams through the Holy Spirit. Um, uh-huh. There are some. I do have some great resources um, of of dream. Like there's, there are people that are Holy Spirit filled that have written like dream dictionaries. One's called the prophetic symbolism. Another one's called the divinity code. There's others, but you have to be very careful going to Google because there's a lot of people out there that are not interpreting dreams from, from the word of God. And that's the thing is that when dreams, when you have symbols and dreams are using different things, like say, say it's a house, you want a scripture to match that. If it cannot be lined up with the word of God, then it is not being interpreted through the spirit of God. So, yeah, I would say there are some things on Google, you know, you, you know, there are maybe, but you're, you really have to use that gift of discernment then as to if that's something that God is speaking to you and it's resonating with you and it lines up with the word of God. Um, are you, uh, like if somebody wanted to talk to you, are you on Facebook? How, how do we um, get your information if you don't mind? Or can I give you my number? Yeah, I'm on Facebook. You mute your phone, honey. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Um, I'm on Facebook. You're you're welcome to just um, look me up. I'm Sarah Elliott, and you can. Um, some of the other ladies probably have it under friends. Yeah, or some 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 of the people in the Declared Victory have me. You can find me through their Facebooks. Probably I can. You know, it's just Sarah Elliott. Um, can you spell? Can you spell it, please? Yes, Sarah, S-A-R-A-H, and then the last name is E. R-A-H. Mm-hmm. And then the last name is Elliot, E-L-L-I-O-T-T. E-L-L-I-O-T-T. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> what I'll say is, and what I, I like, to, I mean, I, I, I love to help people interpret dreams, but more importantly, I love to help people interpret their dreams. I love right. to help people teach them how to do because what's going to happen and usually what happens is once you begin operating and once you begin uh engaging in that communication with the father you're you know you received a dream and you begin to have that you're starting to explore that language it's like a it's like a language um you're going to get more dreams and more and more and more and uh, there's no way I'm going to be, I would be like working like a full-time job interpreting people's dreams. So m- the best part is that the Lord wants to teach you how to break down a dream. Yeah, um, that and actually one, one of my dreams, and then it, and it's it maybe in the making is to help people is to create like a journal to help people um, kind of unlock, unlock those revelations um, it's something I'm, I've been working on for a while and I'll maybe someday be able to get it out, but, um, the, you know, well, maybe I'll even do another teach soon. Dwayne and I did do a five part series where we actually had people who are very, um, I guess you could say, uh, very good and gifted in interpreting dreams come on and we interviewed them. Um, one had a, uh, she no longer oper- uh, has this group, but she had a prophetic dreamers group. There are prophetic dreamers groups out there online um, that are that are very helpful. I think it's good to to have other people, um, you know, 
give shed a little bit of light um, if they are spirit filled and they have and you know and and, and it resonates with you. But um, the main the main thing is I think the most empowering thing is to, for you to engage in that language with your heavenly Father yourself because it is so personal. Um, he speaks to us on levels that only we could truly understand because he's the only one that knows our entire life. Um, but yeah, no. I think you could probably even go in the, in the files of, of declare victory it's so and it's in there. It's on the podcast and you can look up dreams and there's a five part series and it was really good. It really did help um, people kind of break down where to start in interpreting their dreams. Okay. Okay. I'll do that. Thank you. And to kind of tie it in, so the assurance part, so, you know, how Sarah had shared, does it line up with the Word of God? And God is personable enough to be, he speaks, right? He gives assurance through those dreams. If it's coming from the Father, there is a redemptive piece to it. There is the promise aspect of it. He still connects on it because it's that deeper, deeper level that only you and him, like a father and a child, have together. Um that he's equipping, but he's also that promise is always in there, and his closeness is there, and that's another way he sh- it's that assurance that my God is with me and holds me and has me. Um, so yeah, it should line up with Scripture if you're going to trust what somebody else says. Anybody else have anything to share? Doing, I'm just make you laugh real quick. Um, mm. <laughs> when we activate the faith, that now faith, um, it's like the police that came to the door and say, "Are you working again, John Wick?" And he look around. He said, "Yeah, I think you're working again." So that's the I way think you're now faith. Yeah. <laughs> that's that uh, Hebrews 11 and one right there, right there. That now faith. <laughs> yeah, like we, yeah, as something just shifted. We know what's up. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just wanted to say I'm I'm just really grateful for this group. Um, just just to be able it's it's su- it's such family, and um, just to be able even when even when it's our our turn to talk, <laughs> you know, and say something, I just get so encouraged hearing some of your stories of the things that you that you have went in the ring for and came out and and with with the Lord's help have seen victory and it's just an incredibly encouraging um to me even when my husband speaks a word about assurance it's like I, I didn't know all that he was going to talk about just a few things. And I'm just, I'm just like, Lord, you're so good. You know, he, he just knows exactly um, the time to, to bring people into our lives to encourage us. Even, even when we, when, when we've said, we've said the message and, and then you come in and you share your testimony or you share a message of how God has ha- brought you through something you don't understand the power of your testimony and what it does to strengthen a person who's been in the ring. Um, it just makes me, it just makes me want to, it just makes me want to get back up 
and say, you know, okay, that's just enough. It's, you know, like now it's time for me to, 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 to render some blows of my own. And, um, that's, that's an incredible thing. That's, I'm grateful to have, um, this community, um, to be a part of. And I know a lot of you feel the same way, but I just wanted to say that we appreciate everyone on the call. We appreciate you. Amen and amen. Anybody else? Uh, I'm Terry. And I'm sorry, y'all. This is I'm so chatty, but I'm mm. so full right now. Oh, Sarah, you blessed me because I think we sometimes forget that we do need one another, and God um, is strategic in how He connects us together. And so, just like you said. Um, you've got that. It's almost like, I feel like that too. I feel like this morning because with everything that's going on, I lost a cousin this week. I mean, it's so much every day, something Mm -hmm. bad happened, like to just get a call and like they found your cousin. It's like, what? Like you, it's just, it was so overwhelming to me. And then people posted on Facebook before the family was totally notified. That's another thing gets on my nerves, but I'm still rejoicing. Yeah. It's just like a lot. But then, to turn around and get the the video of the doctors giving Josiah his blessing that they didn't do have to do surgery. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was so much highs and lows this week. Mm-hmm. But then I thank God. And um, Sarah, you talked about working with elderly too. My mom, y'all pray for me. <laughs> She's seventy nine, mm-hmm. and when you said it don't get no better, it don't get no better. I'm talking about if that salt ain't that salt shaker better be exactly back to the way that she put this mm-hmm. stuff. It's like, mom, really? But my sister's here from Vegas and she gives me, cause I'm the one who really, you know, spending the time with mom. So when my sister comes to town, it's like, I get a break. So yesterday mom was asking me stuff and I was like, nah, uh, uh-uh, you better refer to your oldest daughter because <laughs> I'm on break. I'm <laughs> off I duty. Get, yeah, I'm off duty. But the, the, the aging process is a beautiful thing mm-hmm. to watch too. Because you think about it, from birth to death, we go. To, it's a circle, right? So as I'm watching my mom get slower, she's you know she's vibrant, but to just to just be that even um, gave me like I was sad. I get a little sad a little bit watching her, but I'm like I'm 53. My kids are gonna be doing the same thing. But then when Sarah said you when you're around like-minded people, you get strength. So I feel like when I'm on the Claire Victory, you know, you in that ring and you probably got socked one too many times in your gut and you can't breathe and you, mm-hmm. they, you hear the bell. So I, I feel like this is the, when you get a second to get in water and you know what I'm saying, and they wiping mm-hmm. you down, that's what I feel like we are as victors. So we can get back yeah. in there and, and, you know, like, like Kirk Franklin's, this is it. That's what, cause I, like I said, I can fight, but the spiritual part of it is when we need each other's testimonies and we need each other to con- encourage us and you can feel the love. And it's no judgment. It's no, you know, it's just love. And that's what I feel when I hear you two talk. And then when you, the husband and wife piece of it is what I glean to. Because I'm like, man, I love my husband so hard, y'all. He get on my nerves. I'm not going to be acting like he don't. But just learning to love him and even more so during this pandemic. Like even with his flaws. So I'm sitting here now talking to y'all. I see a slipper over here. Man, put your stuff up. But that's a, that's that's petty. Really, but I'm just saying. So thank you guys for just loving us through, and we lift you up and we cover you and your kids, and it's just beautiful how God created this community. So I just wanted to, Sarah, you blessed me when you said that. And so today, 
I got a little bit more. I could probably get another ring, and I'm going to win each. I'm going to win the next mm-hmm. one. <laughs> so love you. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's good. Well, you want to pray us out? No. Uh, love y'all for real, and um, grateful. And and sir, yeah, sir is not even gonna go into detail. But like, we just yeah, we needed this, um, and we needed to be amongst family. Um, and we're grateful for y'all, Daddy. Thank you um, for your family. Thank you that we are all part of the bigger family, but thank you for this section of it, Lord Jesus, to be able to help for your spirit, uh, the times when your spirit waters us, um, not just gives us a drink, um, like you said, but like water us down, wash off some gunk of life, uh, hold us up, reset a broken bone. Um, thank you for being our all. Like you have, there's so many names for so, so many things that we need you for, and you're perfectly that <laughs> every time. Whatever the that that we need in the moment, in that time, you are that. And I, I just want to say thank you. I, I pray, Lord God, that your word that was spoken and and what you put into this time, Lord God, just be multiplied into people's hearts and spirits and lives. Um, Thank you for speaking to us personally. Thank you for being ever-present. Thank you for being you. Continue to bring us in peace through this weekend. Be blessing upon uh, every household um, that is represented on this call. In Jesus' name. Amen. Love y'all. Amen. Love you guys. God bless you guys. Have a super blessed day, Victory.
Declare victory. 